My friends, the entire world is experiencing food shortages. Supply chain breakdowns continue to have a a domino effect on everything, especially food production. When farmers can't plant crops because of fertilizer shortages, forced regulations, and high fuel prices, we're in trouble. This will cause more painful food shortages when we run out of the food we're eating right now. Food takes time to grow. I'm sure you understand that. So when farmers don't plant, we don't eat. That's why you need to prepare for an increasing number of food shortages, because we know they're coming and there's no question about it. And the best way to prepare is to get ready our emergency food from My Patriot Supply. It's a perfect hedge against skyrocketing prices and shortages. Right now, save $50 on a four-week food kit from My Patriot Supply. Go to preparewiththinkaboutit.com and get your $50 savings on four-week emergency food kits that average over 2,000 calories a day. That's preparewiththinkaboutit.com. Those who know what's coming are getting prepared now. Don't wait any longer. Preparewiththinkaboutit.com. Hi, Steve here. I want to share something with you that is critical, something that God wants you to understand. There have been so many false teachers and false doctrines spewed out over the centuries, and some of them will cause people to be deceived to the point to where they will believe the lies and it will send their eternal destiny into hell. This doctrine of predestination that teaches some people were meant for hell and some people were meant for heaven. Jesus said, when the Son of Man comes in his glory and all the angels with him, then he will sit on his glorious throne. All the nations will be gathered before him and he will separate them one from another, just as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. He will put the sheep on his right and the goats on his left. Then he will also say to those on the left, depart from me, you who are cursed into the eternal fire prepared for the devil and his angels. The lake of fire was mentioned by Jesus and he made it very clear he never wants any man or woman to end up in the place that was created specifically for the devil and his fallen angels. So then you have to wonder how anyone can teach that some people are meant for hell and some are meant for heaven because the people going to hell will only be in hell until the final judgment and then they will be sent to the lake of fire forever. They will if they never receive the love of the truth that Paul refers to in Thessalonians. They perish because they did not accept the love of the truth and so to be saved. For this reason, God sends them a strong delusion so that they will believe the lie so that all will be condemned, those who did not believe the truth but delighted in unrighteousness. Jesus said, Just as Moses lifted up the snake in the wilderness, so the Son of Man must be lifted up, so that everyone who believes in him may have eternal life. For God so loved the world in this way that he gave his one and only Son, so that everyone who believes in him will not perish, but have eternal life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. Anyone who believes in him is not condemned, but anyone who does not believe is already condemned because he has not believed in the name of the one and only Son of God. This is the judgment. 
The light has come into the world and people love darkness rather than the light because their deeds were evil. For everyone who does evil hates the light and avoids it so that his deeds may not be exposed. But anyone who lives by the truth comes to the light so that his works may be shown to be accomplished by God. So here, Jesus is telling us that everyone who believes in him will have eternal life. So where did this predestination theory come from? Part of it probably came from taking what Paul said in Romans out of context. We know that all things work together for the good of those who love God, who are called according to his purpose. For those he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son, so that he would be the firstborn among many brothers and sisters. And those he predestined, he also called. And those he called, he also justified. And those he justified, he also glorified. The emphasis here should be placed on predestined us to be conformed to the image of his son. God told the prophet Jeremiah, I chose you before I formed you in the womb. I set you apart before you were born. I appointed you a prophet to the nations. And then others use the scripture that Jesus said to try and support their unsupportable doctrine about God. No one can come to me unless the Father who has sent me draws him, and I will raise him up on the last day. So what is he saying unless the Father draws someone to Jesus? What does he mean? The word means brings or leads. Okay, we can accept that. So then, is there ever a time when God the Father is not bringing or leading people to Christ? That's the question you need to ask. I can't find anything in the Bible that says that. Nowhere. In fact, the testimony of the Apostle Paul may be one of the strongest ones proving that God is not willing that any man perish or that there were any destined to be without any hope. Paul admitted to his young protege, Timothy, in fact, he wrote things to Timothy that you won't find anywhere else. He said, even though I was formerly a blasphemer, a persecutor, and an arrogant man, I received mercy because I acted out of ignorance and unbelief. And the grace of our Lord overflowed along with the faith and love that are in Christ Jesus. This saying is trustworthy and deserving of full acceptance. Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners, and I am the worst of them. But I received mercy for this reason, so that in me, the worst of them, Christ Jesus might demonstrate his extraordinary patience as an example to those who would believe in him for eternal life. Peter could have been called a liar if what he said here was not true. The Lord does not delay his promise, as some understand delay, but is patient with you, not wanting any to perish, but all to come to repentance. And then Paul told Timothy something in the fourth chapter that is really stunning. He said, for this reason we labor and strive because we have put our hope in the living God who is the savior of all people, especially of those who believe. Paul could never have claimed that he's the savior of all people if he was not the savior of all people. If there were just one soul that was destined to be without any hope, the gospel would be a sham. But Jesus laid it all out and made it all clear that anyone who believes in him is not condemned. It's a choice he gives all of us with a free will, but you must repent, which means to turn 180 degrees from the life you live for yourself 
and turn to His forgiveness and grace. I'll leave a link to a simple prayer to help you do that in the description box below. If you'd like to have a right relationship with Jesus and know His peace and His grace in your life, go down there now and click on that link. Think about it.